Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Overlay, a poker podcast brought to you by CCG Poker and Paramount Social Club. Both of those places are in different geographic areas. Yes. That have different, Houston, Texas. different benefits of sun. You know, Houston's like an awesome place to go in the winter. If I was a Chicago poker player, which I guess I am, I would go to Houston. I would make a Houston trip. Houston's in probably February. Like oh yeah, when yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably zero percent chance I want to go in the summer because like I'm supposed to go down there in June and I'm like not signing up to go because I'm like it's going to be so warm and I don't want to deal with the heat. And it like, just seems so hot. It's so warm. Like it's just hot. It's like Flo- I mean, it's hot in Chicago. I couldn't imagine it. Texas. It's like Florida hot. Anyway, to Florida a few weeks ago. Hey everybody, ninety ninety nine degrees Oof, 99 degrees at the beginning of may i mean what are we doing yeah that's rough that's warm that's hot i'm not a hot person i like 70 70 i can deal with basically i want to move to san diego weather but i, I don't, say but san I, diego. But like, I don't uh, want to move to california so yeah anyways no politics so if today. anybody knows where you can get um san diego weather but not in California. San Diego. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. please, please text into the uh, to the hotline one eight hundred overlay. Uh, I do want to do a nice shout out. I did do some shameless marketing this past week on Twitter. Okay, from our overlay Twitter handle, which does get neglected a little bit. I'm I'm mildly embarrassed by. We're the, on the back. We're on the back. Burner. We are like, it's hard to do. Anyways. Uh, but I did notice that there was a huge, 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 it's going to be huge, a huge overlay in Texas, believe it or not, at a club called The Lodge, which uh, has always been one of the largest clubs, if not the largest club, poker club in the state of Texas, which is saying something because they're known for large spaces. But um, not only were they famous beforehand about being like, they're like a 60 table card room. Like it's, it's wild. It's huge. It's like a Walmart-sized venue. Uh, but on top of that, they have recently been purchased, invested into, whatever the case may be, purchased by Doug Polk, Andrew Nimi, and Mr. Brad Owens. So like, if you're going to get pick three social media influencers in the world of poker, like those are the three guys you're going to pick. So they have a massive draw. Like The games have been wild. They've been doing all these live streams in Texas. They just did something called... like the lodge series or something and they did it in may but i think they missed the guarantee by like 250k they were half a million dollars upside down with like seven hours left to go and brad owens like sent out a twit a twitter a tweet that was like well we get like a thousand extra players in the next (laughs) the next four hours there's gonna be a huge overlay and i was like hey the overlay sounds like a great podcast it's great I, I, I slid in those DMs and tried to get us some some free listens. So if you're picking this up from my twit uh, um, up from the lodge, thanks for listening. My name's Ken. That's uh, Brandon on the other side of this line. Hey, Brando. What up? What up? Uh, today. Uh, oh, wait. Last last overlay story from Texas. So huge overlay. Like several hundred overlay to the point where they need to damage control and take to Twitter and say, get here. There's a lot of free money, which I always felt was weird. Like, uh, the GM at Paramount Mark always is like, Oh, we're like, cause our, our overlays are never that big. It's like, man, the, the stack tournaments, you know, 10 K guarantee. And we're at like 8,500, you know, 
blast out on social media. And I was like, hold on, like, I'm not going to do that. Like, people I feel like will get more into it that you're just going to put in the money and you're not going to complain about it and try to get extra people to come in. And like, how many extra people are really going to come in? And you're like sending out these like tweets. Brad Owen, Nimi, and Doug Polk did it the right way. They kind of made it a joke. They're like, hey, we're giving away $250,000. And then in parentheses underneath, it was like, not on purpose. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I thought accidentally, was... Accidentally, of course. Accidentally. But, uh, like, I thought that was really... They did a really good job of like, well, that yeah, kind of sucked. Poking fun Poking at fun at the fact that they're dumping... Of just like... Yeah, yeah, you know what? And that's the purpose of a guarantee. Um, You know, right? It's the poker players want an overlay which is why we have a podcast and the poker rooms are hoping that that big guarantee will draw in players and it's a marketing pip and that that's all it is. Um, on a side note, I don't know if he won or not, but Doug Polk was definitely heads up for the championship. And I was thinking he needs first place to break even on this tournament. Break even. <laughs> See, he not only did it was there a huge overlay and then Doug Polk uh, either won the tournament or got second place. I kind of missed towards the end there, but pretty awesome. The owners of the poker companies sometimes rely on the horses to save them from the tournament that didn't make the money they thought they would. 100%. All right. Today's episode, we're going to talk about, we're going to repeat an old episode because some cool shit's happened since then. Episode six, one of the OG wow. top 10 originals. This is two years ago. It's hard to believe that the, the podcast is like two years old now. Um, run good Seems stories. Like yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't though. It was two years ago. A little bit more. Yeah, it's a long time. It's it was April time, yeah. of 2020. April 15th, tax day. It's kind of funny. Wow. Um, I wonder what we paid for a gallon of gas on that day. Oh, boy, Brando. We've just <laughs> gone crazy now. <laughs> oh, well. Run good stories. So I was like, Brando, we've been doing a lot of like strategy stuff and talking about free rolls and marketing. I'm like, we need to do just a straight up good old time. Let's talk about something, something sweet. So I want to hear... A Brando run good story. And to be truthful, you've been kind of struggling with your run good story for like the last two weeks, right? We've been kind of putting this off because you've been. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were like, I can't think of anything. Good two weeks ago. Yeah. And you were like, hey, Brando, you think of any run good stories yet? I'm like, no, nah, I really yeah. No. And because, you know, you got your run good story all cemented in we'll, place, ready to go. And we'll get to that at the end of the episode. So you're going to have to listen to the whole episode to figure out what Ken's and run I good story is. Ken's better than mine, so stay tuned. Yep. But we're going we're gonna to lead with mine because, you know, finally, over the last 48 hours, mm -hmm. I kind of spoke into existence yep. a run good story. You, you willed, you just, you I put did. it out there. You willed it to happen. You go ahead. Lay it on me. I want to hear it. Because uh, I don't, well. I don't know it. Like you didn't. Uh, you're like, oh, I finally, I, I know the dollar amount, and then I was like, ooh, it sounds like a run good story. You're like, it is. Let's do this. So Tuesday, which would be two days ago now, I decided I was going to mosey on over to the shoe, and I hadn't been there since like Rivers opened, and didn't know what to expect. And let me tell you, they are hurting a little bit i was going to ask like overall what's... players i mean they only got like seven tables running at the peak and like three of those tables are plo tables oh wow so the plo game has kind of taken over like the last two days i've been there twice overnight and like um at like three in the morning there was like one one two game and then two one two plo games really so, yeah that's yeah. kind of crazy it is. It was not like the shoe I remember back in the day. But anyways, the PLO game was good, and I brought my handy-dandy partner, Sal, 
to uh, play some hands with me. And, you know, I was, I was in for $700 on Tuesday. And I kind of just nickel Playing and one, two. Is it one, one two? two PLO. Okay. One, two PLO, 500 max. And I just kind of slowly but surely don't even remember winning a huge pot. Uh, guy dumped me like a thousand with a pair and I had a set. It was great. Next thing I know, I had like 3,900 in front of me and it was like four in the morning. I'm like, okay, I think I'll go home and no, no really fun hands are just a constant accumulation of 100, 200, 300, 400 at a time and managed to get 700 up to like 3,800. Wow. So I go to the cage, I cash out nights over. I got 78 extra dollars take that 78 extra dollars to the roulette table, pull 22 out of my pocket to make it even hundred. Nice. My two numbers are 13 and 14. So I was going to do $50 on 13, $50 on 14, just a little gamble. And then Sal, An end of the night always, gamble is one of my favorite it things is. to do. I love it with like your spare change right. from like your poker session. Well, it's like the, it's the cast offs, right? Cause you said it was what, like yeah. 32, 78 or whatever yeah, it was. 38, 78, 38, 78. So I mean like, that's great. Cash out 38. Did you tip the cage? At least you got to tip the cage. I did tip the cage. Okay. So this is after tipping the cage. You still had the 78. Got it. I love it. Keep going. Um, and Sal always uh, puts his $20 on the number 24. And then, funny backstory, um, a poker dealer who was also dealing me roulette like a few months ago, her birthday was 27. I was getting, I was playing her birthday for 50 to $100 every single, this was months ago. And um, I forget to play it and it hit and she was so excited and then she looked over and it was oh, red no. Oh my god. And she's like, You played worst. it for you played it for four hours and then my birthday came up and I didn't so blah blah blah. So then I saw her uh, on Tuesday night and she's like she's like, never forget my birthday. Never forget my birthday. So I had no. four green chips. So I went twenty five on thirteen. 25 on 14, 25 on 24, because that's what Sal's playing. Nice. And I had one more green chip. I'm like, I'm going to put it on her birthday, 27. Spin, 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 spin. Hits 27. No. Yeah, for 875 bucks. That's sick. I know. So I was like, wow. Just randomly, like the spare green one that I would never have put 27, but I ran into her and talked about it. So I put it, and it hits. And uh, so then I take my winnings, and I take the $150 in air quoting, extra spare uh, money from roulette, put it in a slot machine, hit a bonus, run it up to 1000 on the way out. Come on. And won another, win another 850 in slots. Just on a side note, for you to take your 700 not even win one massive all-in or something, and just grind up like a 4K stack, basically. I know I'm rounding up. That's what you do in yeah. Run Good Stories, because we talked about yep. that in the first episode of Run Good Absolutely. Stories. Episode 6, please re-listen to that. But... Like you always round up the winners and then you take it off and then you're like, all right, cool. I'm just going to pay this like random hundred bucks on roulette, bink a roulette. Then you take that money, go to slot machines and drill it up into a thousand dollar, you know, jackpot winner. And then I'm supposed to, then you already said my story's better. So I really hope I deliver on this story, but that's, so, that's sick. So that is, uh, you know, part one. That's, oh, that's, come on. Um, there's a part one that there's a part two. The part two is actually a little more exciting. Um, so that was Tuesday. I wander on back the next day on Wednesday, get into the game. I do get into the game for like 
2100 this time the game was good i was up i was down i was in for 1500 and had 3000 and then i punted it all off got stacked had to reload ended up being in for 2100 dollars, and it was like 3 a.m i was just i was just happy to like try and get back to even the game wasn't even that great you know it's kind of the middle of the night now and i'm just in hopefully break even mode and then in about 40 minutes i go from my 1100 stack in for 2100 to like 7k whoa in about an hour and then again one big hand or just like a couple like nice i mean obviously they're all uh, big did, hands I but did like have a big a big hand where like I an all-in multi-way pot kind of thing middle set and then you know sal put in a thousand dollars with aces nice. and then the lady Jump. put in like two thousand dollars with an open ender and my set of six is just how and they don't they don't let you run it twice at the horseshoe no nope, it's just run it once yeah they don't even ask they just rip it at which it's funny in the old days i said the old days five or ten years ago when people were talking about like when that was a thing, when people would notice it on like poker after dark and we're watching them, like you want to run it twice and they'd argue about it for like, I mean, it made for good television, but it was mildly yeah, it annoying. For good TV. It makes for good TV. Um, and people are always like, Oh, the one, one game, can we run it twice? I'm like, no, <laughs> the reason for that to happen is Come that on, the guys. game doesn't break, but right. you know, anyways, I, I always find now that it's such a common, a common place now to, to discuss twice. And then the horseshoe doesn't even consider it. Nope. Seems like a bad idea, but I'm not here to poo-poo the horseshoe. Keep going. I mean, it would be nice to just not have people winning $8,000 pots and potentially chopping it. Well, um, and then it was funny. You talked about the victory lap, and then the $8,000 winner, and the, the person gets up and does like a couple of victory laps around, takes like yeah. a half-hour dinner break, comes back, plays one hand, and then leaves. And they're really just punting the hand. They're just going to fold anyways. Be like, Correct. all right, guys, that's it for me. It's like they feel better about the... um hit and run that way yeah. yeah they feel better with the hit and run if they do a victory lap even though they only played one additional hand since they won the big pot so besides that feels better besides that dodging lap. with the middle set uh that how much was that pot was i mean that was like a 6k pot okay wow. so that was that was a big one and i'm not exaggerating you i had at my peak 5800 in red Whoa! I did just do a chip, a chip stacking poll on um on social media for CCG, and I was like, "It's it, people were crazy." But people had some really good responses. Like some people, were like I stacked them on top of each other, and I was like, "Touche! That's good, really good." Good, good comment there, bud. But um, I don't know if you know what to do with fifty eight hundred in red, but I have yeah, no what idea did what you to do. do I made I made two hundred stacks. Kind of kind of tilts me to be honest. Go ahead. And then, but I had so many. I was able to do a diamond of five, four, three, two, one, which is fifteen two hundred stacks. So the bottom layer was just three thousand in red. And then on top of the five, four, three, two, one diamond, I was able to do another two hundred stack of four three two one and then another 200 stack of three two one and then another 200 stack of two one so at the highest they were stacked 40 80 120 160 chips high and then i had the black on top so like the black chips were actually above my head on the table 
Like when I was sitting there, I had to reach like higher than eye level to reach all my black chips. That is mildly aggravating. I would be so, so mad. Like the entire room was just like, what is this guy building? Like it is just, I mean, 6,000 in rent. And then I had a bunch of black and then I just kind of kept on going and was just taking down pots and, you know, everyone just sitting there shaking their head and I was just showing up with the nuts. And every time I had to set the board paired and I was able to bet 400 on the river and everyone just thought I was bluffing because I had a gazillion chips and then they would call and I'd be like, uh, not full house. And then I'd have a wrap and there'd be a guy on it for 300 and they'd be like, certainly he doesn't have anything again. And then the wrap would just get there. So anyways, I ended up fast forward to 6 a.m., Cashing out ninety five eighty. Holy shit! One two game, and you were in for how much? Twenty one hundred. Wow. So seventy four hundred. And that was ba- that was that was just the the next night after the, that was the next night run up after like the five winner slot machine fiasco. Yep, yep. thirty two hundred in PLO and then eight hundred in slots, eight hundred. In roulette, that's so pretty crazy. Yeah, so forty eight hundred on the first night, seventy four hundred. I feel, I feel like night. if you'd have told me this story, I might have let you go second because that's like your streak was a little bit longer. My streak yeah. was much shorter, but it was powerful. But yours was just so much more impactful. So anyway, so basically two days, thirteen thousand. That's great. Ran like God. I mean, yeah, and it was just funny because I. I literally was struggling to come up with the wrong good story and just decided just to you know, create you gotta, your own. I want to I want to have a great WSOP story because our most popular episodes and the most popular time we've ever been on Twitter was the Brandon takeover during the WSOP when you made it through day three. Did you make it to yeah. day four? Yeah, into day four. But like you busted pretty early into day four, right? Yeah, I busted like four hours into day four. That's that's like a quarter of the day. That's pretty good. That's not, that's not terrible. Um yeah, but that was awesome. And I want to put out into the universe, the poker universe, that we're going to have a phenomenal team CCG. We're all you, me, and and whomever makes it from this CCG free roll, we're all going to be on Team CCG Twitter. And I'm like super stoked that I hope all three of us make it to the final table. And can you imagine what great television that would be? Oh, uh, that'd be great. That would be you great. You know, it does work out well when it's not Pretty just oh, sure CCG. Oh, if, I busted, I busted, I busted. Yeah, okay, I'm going to well, go ahead on a limb and what say a great if, showing. if Brandon and I finish first and second in the 2021 WSOP main event, <laughs> you, could, you could fucking kiss CCG goodbye. Like, we're going to be like on an eight-month hiatus. Just be gone. <laughs> That's true. We're gone. Right People are going to be calling all the time like, bro, what happened? Like, you guys are gone. Be like, I'm a millionaire now. I'm gone. It'd be great. Are you living on an island somewhere, helicoptering to Bridgeview? It'd be sweet. It would be sweet. All right, let's put that out in the universe. You're here to hear first, folks. First and second in the WSOP main event, we will be the number one podcast of all time. Bigger than that is true. We bigger would than anything. Be the number one podcast of all time. That would be gross. And I would totally. We would have so many shenanigans. It would be great. Make for great television. Let's throw, just hope. Let's just fill- hope somebody makes a day three. Yeah, like they're gonna be like money maker. <laughs> who? How about? It's just Commander and Collins. It'll be great. All right, here we go. Uh, that's right. the end of Brando's story, part one. Finito, Finito. from Brando. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty fucking sweet. Um, yeah. That's a pretty sweet run. Uh, I'm impressed because you also did over multiple games. And 
that's pretty awesome. And you only did the one roulette spin, bink to 27, and then just walk to the slot machine? Yep. That's gross. That's pretty good. All right, my story begins in a beautiful city called Houston, Texas. Uh, I went to the Texas Card House to check out another club. I like to go to the different clubs in Texas. Uh, besides Paramount, I pay predominantly at Paramount. Uh, and I do convince those uh, those Paramount peeps, big shout out to my Paramount peeps, I do convince them a lot to play some more PLO than normal. The whole time I'm there, we're playing like one, two, no limit. And then it's like, well, let's do one hand of PLO. Cool. Let's do two hands of PLO. Let's do round by round. Fuck it. Let's just play all PLO. I like convince them slowly, like a drunken prom date, to just keep going all the way to PLO, and it's fantastic. It's great. But anyways, I decided to take some time, and I went with another employee from Paramount to go to the Texas Card House. She was playing in the tournament. She did really well. She ended up getting like third place in their like $15K, uh, $120 deep stack. Which is a pretty nice, gross good showing. Yeah, pretty gross uh tournament in general. It's basically like the regular I think you get like fifty K starting chips, so you do get more chips. Uh but it's like fifteen minute levels. They're very deep levels, but they're fifteen minutes. So it's basically like the regular deep stack tournaments that we play. Um but it's great. So anyways, little plug for Texas Card House since I did kind of make a complete shit show showing in their poker room. <laughs> you gotta give them I gotta give them some props. Give them a little credit right because I bat. did fully f- derail this poker room i just derailed him so here's ken you know squeaky ken from chicago having fun in my cardigan hanging out getting made fun of for hair and stuff i get made fun of everywhere no parts of the country are different i, I just the hair gets made fun of everywhere you really don't look like you're from texas I'm no i don't look like i'm from like texas yeah which is fine I could talk to talk, though. So I sit down. I'm like, I want to play uh, PLO. They play 1-2 PLO, similar to the horseshoe. Uh, yep. it, it always confuses me with the non-complete to 5. I like the 1-2-5 PLO game the best, where it's like the blinds are dollar $2, but the opening bet is 5 bucks. It just, I don't know, it obviously plays bigger. It rounds everything up. It needs everything makes, up. makes my math a lot easier. And I, so many times, were just throwing in red throw in Redbirds thinking, well, and then the opens are different. Anyways, so God bless them. They had a PLO main game and two feeder tables, and a seat had just opened up. Now, it's like Friday night at like 8, 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. Like Basically I mean, prime time. Prime time, Friday night, right? Like that's like after after work hours, like the, the room is packed. They've got probably 15 tables, and I would say uh, almost every table is going. Uh, I was yeah. all the way in the back corner in this PLO game. Um, that was like the second feeder table and lots of, I mean, obviously people are kind of moving all, all the time. So you never really get a, like a sense of like who's at the table and what's going on. It's just a constant influx of players. So I'm playing sure. around there and I was fine. I bought in for, I don't think there's a, t- a table max or it might be, I bought in for a thousand, I think. Ah, uh, good old Texas PLL. Yeah, it was a thousand. I think I bought him for a thousand. I might've bought him for 2000, but I don't remember. I think it was a thousand. Um, I brought five with me to play. That was my goal. I was planning on playing a little bit bigger stakes. I was trying to get a five ten game going, but that didn't pan out. But the game, the action was so good in one two that it, it I didn't want to leave at that point. That I, we'll get to right. that. So we're playing the, the feeder game, and I'm having a blast, and people are having fun. It's a really good PLO game because it's exciting. There's action. People are playing all the way down. Um, you know, there's a lot of banter, but it's fun and friendly banter. There's no mean banter, right? Like I don't feel like I'm being like yelled at, but I'm having You're, fun. Yeah, not malicious. Yeah, it's, it's still like. Everybody's having a, a very friendly, fun game, but tons of action. 
So I think I get like my thousand bucks up to like, I don't know, 18, almost 2000. Then I get bumped up to the next game and everybody's sad because action Ken is leaving because I'm just driving the action, uh, having a blast. Get to the second PLO game, uh, the second or the, the actual feeder game. And that one was great. Now, the, the, the dynamic here is, is that nobody wants to leave the, the feeder table to go to the main game because the main game has been running since whatever the morning and it's super nitty. And there's a lot of money on the table, but it's a lot of the nitty players. Like, there's not a ton of action. It's like, open to 10, muck, 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 muck. And I'm like, how in the proper hell are we playing this game? And you're opening the $10 and everybody's folding. What a miserable fucking right. game. Especially when we got this other table behind us. Where I am, I am putting on a show like there is no tomorrow. Brandon knows the Ken show when I'm winning and I'm having fun. And it's great. It's a great show. I am the greatest showman. into a different human. I am a, I am a fully, I am an, ent- I entertain the fish, even though I am a fish. But sometimes at that point, I become a whale because I have money in front of me. So I'm just, I'm an awesome, fun whale and everybody wants my money, but I'm willing to gamble for it. It's great. So anyways, we're playing. I'm up and down. I'm at like, I think it came over there with like 1800. I went a couple of pots early. I'm up to like 25, maybe three. Long story short, uh, I, I get it back down to like 1800. And this is the start of the the shit show. Players to my, I mean, I think I, I, I raised to like 15 or opened to like 15 because uh, we were straddling. So I opened a 15. There's a, a raise, a re-raise, another raise, another raise. I call. This guy goes all in. So it's like this five-way multi-pot. I close the action and I've literally got like five, no, seven, eight, nine, nine double suited. Wasn't crazy about the nines. I wish I'd have had a, a like a four card run there, but I was. Yeah, I'm like, nine, 10, I'm like pretty that. sure. Like, I'm not sharing cards with anybody. Like, these guys got to have big cards. Like, I got to hope one of my flush draws good. I'm pretty sure if I hit a nine, I'll be good. Um, I'm really looking for middle straight cards. Uh, I'm really looking for like baby cards, right? And it was like eighteen hundred dollars for me to call, which is basically I think almost everything I had left. I was just like, I'm like human and Han. I'm like, do I want to gamble? Like, this is a sick, it's a huge pot. I mean, this is like an eight or $9,000 pot because there's like four way action here. And I'm the last guy to call. And basically everybody's all in at this point. So like, whatever, like the amount of money afterwards is pretty insignificant. And, yeah. um, I, him and I, him and on the guys, uh, you know, everybody, the other two guys are all in the other guy I'm playing against who was right behind me was the only one with a little bit of money left over. Um, and uh, we kind of are talking and I was like, I really want to gamble here. And he's like, well, what do you mean you want to gamble? I was like, I have dog shit hand, but like, I just want to get in on this pot. And I feel like right, it's there's just too much money. There's out so there much money fold. in there. I turn into like Scrooge McDuck and I want to jump into this pile of gold and swim around. <laughs> I don't even care if it's not mine. I just want to swim around in the gold. Like, you I don't want to be a part of it. I just want to be a part, part of it. it. And everybody's like, you're not going to call me and quit fucking Hollywood. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm like, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. I call. Whatever. I got nothing. And of course, uh, sure enough, I think I flopped clubs, which is one of the ones I had, which turns out that they were good. Because at this point, it's friendly Texas. So like everybody's kind of saying what they have. Um, yeah. And a lot of people are flashing cards to everybody. Now, nobody's actually tabled their hand. I did because I didn't care. Um, everybody's looking around. They're like, you called $2,000 with that crap hand? I was like, yeah, whatever. I just I want to get it on the action. You know, um, needless to say, I... I think I flopped a flush, turned the other flush with a gutter ball and bricked out. And some guy won with like two pair on this ginormous pot. But that was the start of this 
wild and crazy ride where people were just going bananas. Fast forward, I get another thousand. I think I bought him for two thousand at that point because there was so much money on the table. I wanted to get more. And you, so that pot kind of opened the floodgates. That one, the game changed. The game was super pot. juicy, and I tipped it Titanic style into. Now it's a, it's just full wild, full blown oblivion, it's just full nuts. blown degenerate wildness is going on at this point, and I have infected everybody at the table with my degeneracy, <laughs> and I fucking love every second of it. I am so excited. I, it's just it's great because it's not. I mean, at that point, you're not playing to win or lose. It's just it's the the action. I, I it, the action was palpable. People are coming over from the other tables to watch, and they're like, "This dipshit from Chicago just went all in for two thousand dollars with like this crap hand just to get in it." Da, 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 da. I mean, it was great. So there's some buzz going around. We're having fun. Everything's exciting. I get in for my two thousand. I lose a couple pots. I dwindle down. Top up. Top up. I'm in for all five thousand. Now my mood, and Brandon knows this exactly, this is like two hours later, my mood has gone from uh, super fun, Ken, to now I'm not really talking much because I'm losing and now I'm kind of in the mode where I'm like, I'm down and I'm I'm pissed about it and I should have just fucking left when I was up after the first game, blah, 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 blah. It's the other end of bipolar, Ken. It's the other end of bipolar, Ken. It's the downside of bipolar, Ken. You don't really want to be around. You don't really want to And it was great because there was this guy, Shane... Um, and he was following me from the first game. When are you going to get? And he didn't want to leave. And he was trying to convince the floor guy to not let him go to the main game. And he was like five people ahead of me. And I was like, Shane, just get over it. And I'm screaming from our table. This is right after the big hand happened. So Shane is chomping at the bit. He's got like 12,000 in front of him. He's chomping at the bit to get my money because he knows that I'm going to gamble with him. And when I finally get to the final table before I lost most of my money, we're, we're, he's like, Ken, you down to like uh, blind pot pot to start? And I was like, yep. So he's first to act. Pot comes to me. Pot. Now it's like $300.05. We get a couple guys in there. Him and I are just, it's great. We're having a blast. But I donked off all of my money. Now I'm down to like $750. It's three o'clock, in, eh, two o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, I, I have to go home. I'm tired. I need to go home. I'm, I'm going to lose my 5K. Like, I need to go home. But I'm like, at this point, I'm down like 4300 bucks. Like, what's the difference yeah, yeah, between 43 nice and five? Correct. I mean, I, I know the answer is 700. Well get it in. So I say to the table, the button has just passed me, like maybe one or two hands passed. And I just took a beat that I thought I was going to get like a triple up and get like half of my money back and kind of save this trip. Um, and I didn't. I got totally rivered on like a two outer and I was super fucking pissed about it. So now I'm full blown depressed, Ken. <clears throat> so I just, you know, I need to change my mood. I say to the table, mostly to Shane. I was like, all right, guys, here's the plan. I'm going to bet pot every way, every hand, until I'm out or the button gets back to me. That's my plan. You guys can ask me to stop it. I, I literally am giving this speech to the table. This is the table <laughs> captain, Ken speaking. Hi, this is your captain speaking. This is what's going to happen now. I'm going to go all in blind every single hand. I'm going to bet pot every street without looking. I'm never going to look at my cards. You could choose to play along in the shenanigans or you could sit out. But we're going to do this for the next seven hands regardless or until I'm out of money. And then I'm going home and fully I'm expecting to just. Dump, well, yeah, you just lose all your dump money and, and leave like and go, and, and I'm I'm leaving my mark at Texas Card House as just this wild guy who the, came in and, yeah, and just crazy cat just rocked the rocked the table. I completely tilted the table, so I don't really remember all of the hands, but I remember the first hand. It's like four ways in, which is awesome because it's a seven. I have seven hundred dollars in front of me, so I mean four ways in. You're talking about twenty hundred dollar pot right away, right? 
Mm-hmm. I think I'm going against me and two other players, and I, I'm not looking. And everybody's like, "Did you really not look? Did you really not look?" I'm like, "No, I didn't look. We basically got it all in preflop, like, uh, or you know, I, I don't yeah, look. Just, you're, I have you're no just idea." Clicking the, the I'm, full pop button every time. It's I'm flipping at this point. This is flip Ken, and I am the king of flips. Which you'll find out why in a minute here. I'm the king of flips. I'm just I'm flipping. It's whatever. So of course, sure enough, two pair, baby straight. Uh, guy's got like the sucker end of the straight. So I literally need jack 10 in order to win this pot or like tie the other guy, which would have been fine too. So I flip over the first card. It's a 10 flip over to the second card and I, whatever third card, whatever it is I'm down to, I need to pull a, I think just a Jack. I need a Jack to win the pot for the nuts. And what do you know, like in the movie Maverick and Mel Gibson, which is probably my third favorite poker movie. I just flip it over and bam, it's the Jack of Spades. Boo! I just went a twenty twenty eight hundred dollar pot first hand, no problem. Now most people at that point, after I'm I'm raking in this big pot, everybody can't believe it. This asshole just went all in blind and blind, blah blah blah. But they're all mad at me. I'm scooping in my pot, start scrabbling it up, and uh, they assume that the show's over. Right? Nobody's dumb enough to do it again. Right, Brandon? Would anybody be dumb enough to do it again? I mean, no, you just forex stuff. I mean, who now you're just giving away money. It's a lot of money now. It's not just seven hundred. Right. Now it's a lot of money. But in my stuff. mind, I am not doing typical I'm gambling Ken thinks this is only seven hundred bucks. It's already gone in my mind. This money's gone. I'm just holding on to it. It's not mine. There's an just open gets back bit. to me. I have not looked at my cards. Pot. And everybody is shocked that I did it again. It hits the flop. There's a couple of callers. Gets to me. What do I say? Pot. One caller gets back to me on the turn. I think we're almost all the way in, but not quite. Pot. And everybody is like jaws on the floor. Cannot believe this jackass not is like they're going crazy. I bet pot the, every street all the way down. I'm not going to do anything else. Like I'm not going to look. He shows like I've got, you know, two pair. I roll over whatever my cards are blind style. I'm just flipping over one at a time and everybody's peeking and I'm doing the squeeze plays. You know, I'm looking at them. I'm putting on the show. I've, I had flopped a set of fives, so I win that pot. So now I'm up to like 5K. I'll fast forward this a little bit. I and I did this every single hand. Now, sometimes I I just won outright. Nobody played against me. Other you just t- took the pot. Other yeah. times, um, we, we chopped a couple pots. Another time, there was like a... I, I lost the main pot, but won the side pot because whatever. And like so many times, I'm down to my last card, and it was nuts. And this, this Shane guy was in with me the whole way. So we get all the way down. I think now I, I ended up winning seven hands in a row, and at least profiting. You maybe not winning the main, but you won the side. I won money, and ev- I I brought back chips to my stack every time. So I ran my seven hundred up into like eight thousand, something mm-hmm. like that, seven thousand. Um, so you're was, up now. Oh yeah, I'm up five. now. And finally, now you're up. It's my button. And I said I would play into my button. Got bad. I'm finally back in the button. And I said to everybody, now, again, at this point, after like five or six hands of this, of me going People all in blind. actual piss. Now it, it went from funny to, oh, my God, this is awesome, to fuck this guy i don't want to see this anymore i'm i'm now i'm kind of worried about getting punched or people being mad at me <laughs> I, i'm serious the vibe changed at the table it went from we love this action to oh my god this is the most amazing poker show we've ever seen to and again there's like 20 people all the other games have stopped playing this. 
right? They're just coming over to watch this shenanigans. And this one girl who was there was like, um, she said, what did she call it? Uh, she said, I can't remember the word. And I was like, yeah, I'm, 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 it was like the, it was such a negative like comment and it was true. She's like, you're really putting on a show here. I was like, yeah, it's, it's not, you know, uh, I already said I would do it. So I'm not going to go back on my word because I'm a man of my word, but I feel bad because now the vibe is like pissed at me. So I finally right. said to the table, guys, I'll you're leave now down the whole room. I'll leave now. I'm a, I'm a floor nightmare. I mean, cause like I'm just distracting every, no other games are playing. They're yeah. pissed. Long story or shorter. Um, we get to, you know, I've got, you know, almost 7,000 in front of me and or close to 7,000. And um, sure enough, um, we get to the end. It's my button. And I said to Shane, I was like, all right, guys, what do you want to do? I mean, he had like 14,000 when I came to the table. And now we're basically even like yeah. I've got seven. He's got seven. I had won a lot of money from him doing these these basically flips um, with a couple other people thrown in there. And I just put a bad beat on him for hand before. Long story, shorter. We get to the last hand. I say to the table, like, I'll leave. If you guys want me to leave, just say the word and I'll stop. But you're going to have to stop this train. I'm not going to do it on my own. I promised I would do it from now to the end. I don't care if I lose all of it. If somebody wants to flip me for it, I will. But you're going to have to stop me. I'm not going to stop on my own. Shane's like, nah, fuck it. Let's do it one more hand. I was like, okie dokie. So he's on the button. Everybody folds to Shane. Shane bets pot. I bet pot. He bets pot. I bet pot. He bets pot. We're all in. He looked at his hand, obviously. And I said, Shane, did you look at your hand? He goes, of course he looked at my hand. I was like, great. Uh, He claims he's got kings, double suited. Flop comes out. Eight. Eight. Jack turns a six. River's a deuce. That's it. He's got, he goes, I got kinks. I swear to Christ, this is not a lie. I have not looked at my hands. This is a $14,000 pot, right? And Shane's the only guy at the table with more money than me, uh, you know, on the table. He's got kings. Everybody's looking at his cards because he's basically showing kings. And yeah. um, no no flush, no straight. First card I flip over, what do you think it is? Eight. It's an eight. First card. I one card scoop him. First card's an eight. The the room mildly deflated. Um it was it was kind of scary. It was it was fun. Uh but at this point now I'm like I'm a little nervous about it. And You're I, like, I, oh God. I now I kind of feel bad. Like I've kind of ruined this game. I, I feel like as a person who's in charge of promoting um you know, doing marketing for poker events and poker games and things. I, like, I, I have turned into my own worst. You would hate you at CCG. I would hate me yeah. at CCG or at Paramount. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm mortified at this point. I've let it go too far, but I can't stop because it's already gone by. But I feel bad, so I literally say, Shane, do you want to run it twice? And of course, uh, the dealer's like, "Sir, you didn't elect to run it twice." And I was like, "I can do whatever." And Shane's like, "Yeah, he can do whatever he wants." I was like, "Run it twice." I'm hoping that we run it again, a second board. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking we're running a second board, and I really just want to chop this pot, get my seven eight thousand seventy eight hundred back or seventy five hundred back, whatever it was, seventy two hundred. Yeah, I just want my seventy five. I'm gonna leave at this point. Like, I'm gonna just I'm gonna get out of Dodge now. I've robbed the bank. I need to get out. And not hang around and gloat about it. Like I need to leave. And 
He's like, yeah, of course we're doing it. Well, then the dealer doesn't know what to do, and he's like, uh, the floor comes over, and the floor's like, did you say you were going to run it twice? And I jump in, and I go, yes, which was a lie. We didn't say we were going to run it twice. We just, we were running it, we were just running it out, right? I was yeah. like, no, 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 we, we intended to run it twice. And she's like, yeah, of course we do. And I was like, yeah, 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 we were running it twice. Floor's like, no, if you didn't say it beforehand, like, I can't go back now. We're not just going to pick out two cards. Now, the dealer's already dropped the deck, but it's clean. Like, we know where it is. She didn't muck anything. Um, so it's fine. They're arguing a little bit about it. And now he's really getting heated about it because he wants this free roll. It won't happen. It ends up, This is like the nightmare of the story. He ends up, like, being super pissed about it. The dealer's like, fine, runs it twice, but they only run a turn in a river. I expected a full board um, yeah. because that's what we do in in chicago we do yeah. it like running it twice from means you you run two full boards well down there if you start from free flop you run two full boards. down there they, they do don't they like don't ever do flop, that two turns right two they, they always do one flop two turns or you know turn river turn river and that's running it twice you get two turns and two rivers not two full yeah. boards obviously he still can't beat me on the second time we run it well at this point i can't ask to say run it three times um he gets mad crumples up his cards gets kicked out and uh i leave sheepishly kind of mildly embarrassed of my shenanigans um, from super fun to not so much fun anymore. But uh, I did run that 700 up into like 15 K 14 and change. Yeah. I'm about to say it's a, uh, it's seems depressing from everybody else, but yeah, it still seems and really, I basically really did win. You. I did win seven hands in a row plus a bomb pot. Cause they did have a dealer switch in between there. When they do the dealer switches in Texas, there's always a bomb pot. The button uh, and, freezes too, so you get an extra hand. The button freezes, yeah, exactly. So that was my run good story with like a mild you need to be careful this because I feel like I'm not welcome back in Texas. But then I heard later from people when I came back down to Paramount like a couple weeks later, um, they were calling me scoops when scoops coming back to to Texas Cardhouse because they wanted to get some action again. And I was like, well, who the hell is scoops? What are you talking about? And uh, that that was what they were calling me, the infamous... They called you Scoops. Scoops. I like to be known as the King of Flips, but apparently uh, in in some circles in Texas, I am known as just Scoops. But that's my run good story. I don't know if it's as good as yours, because yours has a happy ending. It is. I felt bad about it. And it's nothing worse in poker than winning and then feeling bad about it. Like, I felt bad. Now, I mean, granted, you just look at it every single time you lose, you're going to walk out of there and have a smile on your face, and everybody else is going to be happy. So, like the one time you destroy everybody, you know, you can't take it too personally. And I, mean, I did, and I was a little nervous just about like, it. But I'm a good guy. Try at heart. to give them free money. Yeah, I'm not a cold hearted gambler. I just like to gamble. I just want to have some fun. Sorry, sometimes I'm going to win. Like, I'm the guy who occasionally will take the points against the Globetrotters. Like, maybe, maybe they'll, maybe the Washington. <laughs> The generals have they've they're due they're due they're due they're due. It's a stupid bet. I don't really have any chance to win, but it's fun. I had a really good time losing that money. In this case, I was trying to have a good time and lose my money. As it turned out, I went full blown Superman and just just knocked out a whole table. It was great. It's only the second time in the history of Ken that I've I've cleaned out an entire table. It's just six. You did it in seven hands. Seven. Too. Yeah. Well, all dark. Technically eight, all dark. Eight. Yeah, there's no skill involved here. Yours no. is skill based, minus the roulette, minus the the slot machine. But it was great. Uh, anyways, that's enough shenanigans from Brandon and I today. Um, thanks for listening. Pretty sweet story though. Yeah, I mean, not bad. To win eight hands, in eight the hands dark. in a row. I mean, in it's a row. really hard to win one hand. 
Eight in a Dark row. Dark and PLO. Yeah. Um, thanks for and listening. I remember you calling me at like 3 a.m. Yeah. or like 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Yep. And I'm like playing Fortnite with some CCG dealers. And you're just in the background. I'm like, why are you calling me? I was like, I look and saw the caller ID. I'm like, well, this is really good or really bad. Right. I didn't process that you were in Texas. Again, it's I'm it's like, a random phone call. Why is my boss calling me yeah, at 4 in the morning? On a Friday night. And you were just all excited. You're like, you're not going to believe it. Every time I just had to show a Jack 10 and I showed Jack 10. Yep. And then there was another time where the guy had the Jack high flush. And then my first card, just the ace of hearts. Yep. And then the last card, just the three of hearts. Yep. And I had the not flush. And I mean, you just sounded so excited. I mean, now probably looking back on it, you're mildly embarrassed. I am. Slash, feel a little bad for the situation, but I'll tell you right now, in the moment, you were a happy camper. I was, and <laughs> it's one of those things where it's $15 like is a lot of money. Well, and the other, th- and I tipped like crazy. So that's yeah. the other reason I think they loved it. So like, I'm tipping. I started out Greenbirds. And yeah, at the end, at the last fight. five, I was throwing black chips, and then yeah. I had like fifteen four or whatever it was, or fourteen eight. Or, I don't remember the exact number because I ended up cashing out for fourteen thousand. I don't remember what I left the table with because I was literally like just throwing stuff into the crowd. Like here's a hundred for you, here's a hundred for you. <laughs> I was trying to buy back the people's. Um, faith in ken because they didn't want to get beat up in the parking lot so i was just tossing out hundred dollar tokens just, yeah, here, you go. just here you go yeah. and i think i had like 14 two to cash out and then i she gave me 14 and then i tipped her the two and she was like oh no sir it's 14 two and i was like no i, I know this, this is for you and she's like oh oh my god and i was like yeah, yeah yeah you know for the cage you know thank you uh it was great it was super fun i did have a uh, security escort me out because i was mildly nervous about getting i, I beat would up. too I would too. But it was cool. It was a great it was a great time. I really appreciated Texas Card House. Um you won't get me to say I don't know I mean talk about a competitor on our podcast that's sponsored by a club in Texas. Um but they did an awesome job. We had a great it was a ton of action. It was a super fun space. I really really enjoyed it. Granted I did win a bunch, so that also helps, but uh full five-star review from Ken for that that poker club. Um, so fun fact, I had to use 14 racks to rack up my chances. Oh my Lord. 14. I had to carry it all to the main cage. Nice. See, again, these are problems that most poker players want to have. We're going to end on Brandon's 14 racks. So there's two records that you need to break, uh, overlay fans. One cash out with 14 racks. I don't care if they're dollars. Try to try to carry fourteen racks to the cage and cash out after cash game session. Two, try to win more than eight hands in a row. Three, Dark. tip off a bunch of money. Oh, and then take your tip off money and either chuck it to the crowd because you need to buy back their appreciation so that you're not murdered by a mob rule, um, or take that take money and take it to yes. the pits and see if you can make something happen. That's a pretty tough uh, act to follow, but I think it's quite fun. Um, Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at The Overlay Pod. We are almost at 20,000 downloads, which is wild to think about. This has been a fun two years. We had almost a um, P- GPT. What was the award we almost got? Global Poker uh, Awards. GPI. And, or yeah, Brandon Global had a sick award. run last year. We just put it out in the world that Brandon and I are going to finish one and two in the main event. Other than that, thank you for listening. Brandon, lead us out. Farewell all. We'll see you in a couple weeks. See you in a couple weeks. Bye, everybody.